0: Five seconds left in the game. You believe in miracles? Yeah! Oh.
1: Alright, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Morning Skate, episode 173. You have uh, Ked here. Uh, I don't <clears throat> normally host, or at least the last couple weeks, I haven't been. Biz Dev has been, but um, Biz Dev is also here. Uh, as is Hal. I don't know if there's going to be any announcements in the introduction, but I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, what's What's up, boys? Dale's eating something. Hal's got a pen in his mouth. Uh, I, yep.
2: I have COVID. There it is. You want me to say it? I'll I'll just start it off. I, I do have COVID. I'm positive. I'm you know, on the second half of it, I'm on the mend. Really wasn't terrible for me, uh mainly the fever, but you know, appreciate all the uh the condolences, the love, the support I uh, received from my friends. Um it's been weird, it's been rough. Um uh, but you know, we're we're bouncing back. We're beating this shit and we're we're here, we're podcasting. So you know, you know what's
1: wild is I see this question on Twitter all the time. Like, some, like, hard-o would be like, yeah, do you actually know anybody in your life who has COVID? Well, now I do. Um, and, Dale, is it the worst sickness that, that that you've personally ever felt? Like, this is all, like, opinion-opinion-based. Like, like it, it. I guess it depends on the person. But in terms of, like, I don't know if you've ever had the flu or, like, the sniffles or anything, but is this, like, the worst thing that you've encountered or has it been, like, pretty manageable?
2: I would say it, like, maybe ties or, like, you know, it, it goes up with the worst flu I've ever had, but um, I would say more than the physical part is just like the mental anticipation of like not knowing if I had it, had, getting tested, having the symptoms come in, thinking that I had it, thinking maybe it's just a fever and I won't actually test positive, testing positive, then backtracking and telling everybody who I'd been in contact with and trying to figure it out and then worrying about my family, and everybody close to me and waiting for them to test. So it's just been um more on the mental side than than I expected.
1: What day of quarantine are you on right now?
2: What's today? Today's Sunday. Yeah. Monday. So almost a full week.
1: Okay. All right, Dale. Well Dale's on the men. He's still podcasting. I mean COVID's not making you stop doing that. So respect the hustle, Dale. Uh Hal, how's it going, brother? I bet you're pretty happy that you didn't come home and see the boys.
0: Yeah, I'm good, dude. I'm just bunkered in. I don't know. We were talking about it before. I think this is the uh, the worst Sunday of the year. Like, post-Christmas, post-New Year's, you probably haven't worked or even put in an ounce of effort in what feels like forever. Uh, And now, you like, what do you have to look forward to? February? Like, hockey's back in 10 days. That's something that'll help. But really, do you know what I mean? Like, It's a long, strenuous
1: grind right now, dude. The dog days of winter are, are about to be upon us, dude.
0: Right, which there are some positives, right? Like pond hockey, the NHL season is starting. That's pretty – I mean, that's pretty much it. There aren't too many other positives, like dark days, short days, like you just work.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty fired up The hockey's back, and, it, and it's going to be back for a considerable amount of time. I think that's pretty cool. But at the same time, you also nailed it. Like, what else is there to look forward to? I just turned 30 this year, dude. So on top of turning 30, now I have to go through – However many months until like I'm happy again, which is probably gonna be in the summer. So I I, I couldn't agree more. Um, but at the same time, I'm just so excited that hockey's coming back. Uh, all the NHL teams are like releasing like training camp videos. Chris Kreider showed up with hair this year, so that's pretty cool. Uh, he didn't have shoes on, and uh, I, I don't know. It, it'll it'll be pretty good and leading up to it. We've had World Junior. I'm trying to think. Is there really anything like I'm not. Me and DJ Zumi were trying not to drink until Martha's Vineyard. That's 75 days of the of the first 365. And, and this is something I said to Hal, and he always – he goes back to KED316, dude. But this is a 365-page book, dude, and you get to determine what you're writing on each page, dude. And right now it is day – or page number three, and KED is eating completely clean. Uh, I haven't really worked out that much, but I'm kind of getting into that this week uh trying to do morning more morning skate stuff and by the way shout out to dale because once he had the COVID, instead of just being like a little bitch and like just like hiding underneath his blankets the guy's been on instagram he's been on fucking youtube he's been on facebook like he's been crushing the game i appreciate that um i don't know man like covid got the boys i think we were all pretty rattled about it for a little while but i'm glad that dale is now safe he's, he's bunkered in uh and I, I don't know, I guess that's why you keep your, your friend your friend like group considerably close during these times. So um, that's what I have on that. Do you guys have anything else on
0: intro-wise?
1: Thank you. All right. Uh, I appreciate, appreciate the quick responses, guys. We're really crushing.
0: <laughs> oh, really quick. I would also like to say one thing there was. Uh, we brought Fever Boy Rex back and DJ Zumi, and we recorded a podcast. New Year's at like three o'clock in the morning, um, and that will probably just never be released. No one's listened back to it. I drunk Ked kept telling me that we would be able to use it. Wait, um, but, but Ked, do you think that'll ever see the light of day?
1: Bro, I was so drunk. Like, I had like a two day hangover. I ended up shotgunning a beer with our high school football coach on Instagram Live. So there were just some things that happened. Uh, he did mention that I would have been an elite pocket passer, section two, quarterback. He seen me fucking air out the football a time or you. So that was pretty cool. He never said that. Okay. And uh, I, I just thought it was really cool how, like, the boys, all we all just hopped on a Zoom call. It kind of reminded you back to, like, the, the beginning stages of COVID. Do you remember, like, the first two weekends of COVID, how, like, we would all just get buckled on Zoom on, like, a Friday? and like we would have like 20 people on a zoom call and everybody would just be drinking like that's kind of what new year's kind of sounded like to me but uh, shout out to dale shout out to the other guy in our group i don't know if he wants me to name his name but shout out to him glad that they're doing pretty good uh and that is what i have so let's just hop into it let's go nhl news play the music please All right, guys, NHL in the news. Before we actually get into NHL in the news, we're going to start out with a little World Juniors. Um, I'm sure all you are wondering, Ked, are you worried about your prediction about the U.S.? Ked, you said the U.S. was soft. Ked, you, you said that they were all soy boy beta cucks that just ate kale smoothies and packed lips of hummus. Stand by, guys. I don't think they've really been challenged yet. Uh, I mean, Russia spanked them. And then they, they played like... I guess okay teams leading up to this, but like even the sweet, even Sweden lost in the round. I don't know. I feel like this tournament's kind of wide open. Uh, Going into the semifinals, you're gonna have the U.S. playing the Finns and Canada playing the Russians. Uh, Before we kind of get into this, uh, Zegers. I mean, what a player! He looks like he could potentially be somebody really good. But at the same time, this is why I like keep telling myself. Don't remember the Casey Middlestat hype about like how sick Casey Middlestat was, and like now he's in the NHL and like he's still really young. But hasn't really lit it up. So I always kind of – I'm hard to put a finger and to be like, hey, stud or no stud. If you're your top three scores right. in the world juniors, you have Zegris, uh, Dylan Cousins, and is it Stutzel? Stutzel? Now, if I were to look at each one of these players and, like, watch the effect that they've had on these games, I think bar none, that Stutzel kid is an absolute stud, right? Like, he put up ten points in, I think, five games. A team that had like twelve players. <laughs> that's that's pretty fucking good.
0: Yeah. Also, shout out to those two kids that are on his team that get to play on his line, and I think they're like top ten in world junior scoring. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think one of them. Ah, uh, man. I, I. That's like when I was playing
1: Bantams, dude. and I was on the line with Chris Hawk. I was just so many secondary assists, dude.
0: The John Paterica kid or whatever. I'm pretty sure he's like a second round draft pick. But like, talk about a pretty good setup to be on a terrible team with like maybe the best player in the tournament. Uh. If you're a Senators fan, you're pumped, right? Yeah. But at the same time, if we go back to it, like remember how Capo dominated at like the World Qualifying, and it was like this kid's gonna be electric. Like that's kind of what Stutzel looks like at World Juniors. And also, yeah, I think about like harder
1: on the puck to me. I don't know yeah. if that makes any sense. He he looks like a man. Like, he looks yeah. – like, but at the same time, you're kind of right because when Capo played in that – it wasn't it wasn't World Juniors. It was that other, like, training camp thing where he, like, lit it up. Remember against the Wild, he, he went around the rink, like, three times unscored. Like, I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think he's going to be a great player, but I don't know if he's going to be one of those guys that's just, like, a point-per-game player right off the bat. You know what I mean? It's hard to find those. Yeah. Uh, so, he's good. I wanted to ask you, Ked, because uh, I have not watched all the USA games – there was a lot of hype with Spencer Knight, right? First-round pick for the Florida Panthers, which was a weird pick to make, really. I think he got shelled in his first game. Now he has back-to-back shutouts. I don't know if he's been challenged. Uh, what do you have on Spencer Knight?
1: I haven't been uh, an American goalie advocate since Mike Richter, dude. Every time they bring in one of these fucking goalies, they're supposed to be sick, and then they always, the first game, they get lit up, and it's like, okay, I'm out on this kid. I don't know, man. First-round pick for the Panthers, who knows? Um I'm still not convinced on the U.S. team, dude. I, I'm probably going to end up eating my words. They're probably going to end up winning the championship. Now hockey's going to be nothing but skill, and there's going to be no more hitting involved. It's going to be this whole thing. But, like, I just – I don't know. I feel like just things need to start clicking for them. I will tell you this. I think the one line that gets them going is that line that has uh, Brett Reparard, Bobby Brink, and what the fuck is the other kid's name? Uh, I'll have to look it up. But that line, it's their third line. Brett Burrard, let me tell you what. If I could take one positive thing from this World Junior experience, even if I'm 100% wrong on everything else, he's a fifth round pick of the Rangers, and has been all over the place. Like, always in on the forecheck, always pissing people off. He can, he dude, he can just fucking wheel. And he's smaller, and he gets into whatever area you needed to get him into. I'm not saying he's going to be an NHLer, but for a fifth round pick for the, with the shit that he's doing on on the international stage right now especially for a guy who, who was supposed to be on the fourth line. You didn't even really know if he was going to be like one of those guys who's going to be playing all the time. And he's really solidified his role. And I think, I think Team U.S. really builds off of the shifts that his line puts together. Um, that's from the eye test world. But I mean, what have you seen from Berard? i got to look up his line really quick.
0: I don't have much uh, on him. All I know is I told you this before. Mark Diver, who's like a, like a Rhode Island beat reporter, loves – Loves Brett Berard. He always has. Uh, I think too. Barrard goes to Providence, correct?
1: Yes, he does.
0: And his so his head coach is also the coach of USA, which I think is pretty nice. Like I think, what's the head coach's name? Lehman.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Do you are you a fan? Are you a fan of his?
1: No, I'm out on him too because the last game, the New Year's game, guys. Did you see what he was wearing on on the uh, on the bench? The, the shirt with, like, the stars on the collar and stuff. And you're telling me that guy doesn't want all the attention on him? Like, this is supposed to be about the kids, man.
0: Yeah, Fuck,
1: but is, is that the – What?
0: Is that the head coach who has the stars and stripes on his stuff? I,
1: and you know I'm a big stars and stripes guy. But when it comes to this, dude, just fucking keep it simple. Like, that that guy, all he wanted was people to put the camera on him and be like, yeah, look at this shirt. You know? Yeah. Fuck, I hate that shit. But uh, they're playing with the Italian Stallion. Fair enough, dude.
0: So, All right. I don't. I mean, Dale, do you have any takes? You've actually been watching a lot of World Juniors, and for some reason, you've been eating cereal during this fucking segment, dude. So, what do you have?
2: Yeah. So, uh, I, I honestly, it's my first real World Juniors. I've caught games a little bit in the past, but I haven't really been as into it, um, this into it ever. Um, so, I wrote. I wrote in our uh, in our little World Juniors group chat at the beginning after Game One. My initial takeaway was uh, that the USA was a bunch of pretty boys, good at stick handling and finesse plays, but afraid to take the body in the D zone and get physical. That seemed to be kind of where I was at after Russia. They seemed timid and um, like they weren't really playing hard on the puck. I've been, uh, I've been, you know, 180 after that. So it seems like they're fine. They're clicking. they're, They're playing really well. It's just, honestly really cool to see so much skill in one tournament see so much speed and nice plays it's like uh you know AHL hockey or watching the ECHL a lot last year like those guys are always kind of making not not always making crisp passes like I watch these guys and the amount of skill it's like every single pass is like the right yeah
0: Well, I agree in that sense. And, like, in reality, there might be more skill in the ECHL than there is World Juniors. But, like, if you actually think about it, like, the guy who's playing, like, the Adirondack Thunder at, like, 730 in Glens Falls in, like, February is not on the same level of the guy, like, playing for his country. Like, arguably the biggest game some of these kids will ever play. So, I agree with that. There's just energy uh, and the skill is great. I mean, it's a great tournament. I've heard people say they like it more than NHL playoffs. I do not. I don't entertain that. I disagree completely, but it's an unbelievable tournament, right? Like, yeah. And it brings you back to Olympic hockey like before everything happened, too. So, um, Ked, do you have anything? Bobby, do you like Bobby Brink, too, Ked? That was another question.
1: Yeah, I think he's a pretty good player. Um, that third line just buzzes. And <laughs> World Juniors over NHL playoffs is the most asinine thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: Uh, the other thing – any, like, sick defenseman, like, Bo Byram, I haven't really watched too much Canada. I don't know. He's really, really, really good. Like, he's so smooth. For some reason, I thought I
1: thought he was, like, a bigger kid, but he's he's small. Like, he, he's, like, a smaller, I guess, like, Duncan Keith kind of thing. He can skate for days, dude. That The Byram kid's really, really, really good.
0: Which is crazy. I think it's just because his name's, like, Bowen Byram, and he's from, like, the WHL that you think he just throws, like, elbows.
1: Yeah. But he's but, not. Does, but him and
0: Kel McCarr on the same back line, and then you have McKinnon and Rantanen up front. Like, that team is stacked.
1: I mean, it's pretty good. Don't they have – oh, Samuel Gerrard. He's a guy who got wet-willied by fucking Blake Como in the playoffs.
0: And they just got – and they just brought over Devin uh, Tays or Tows, or the guy from the uh, Islanders. And didn't they – Ian Cole. Is Ian Cole on the avalanche? I think so. They have, like, a crazy – They have a pretty
1: good defense core, like, if you're, if you're really talking about it, filled with both, like, youth and veteran-type uh, players. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I'll just ask this. We, we have the U.S. play the Finns. Canada plays Russia. Who, who do you have? Do you think you get a U.S.-Canada final? Or? Yes.
0: I think so. I think uh, – I'm just waiting to see – I'm waiting to see how they do against Canada. But I, do you think this USA team is good enough to beat Finland, right? Like, I was thinking about it. When these kids got drafted, it was like, this is the greatest USA group, like, ever. Like, do you remember the hype? Like, Team no, USA – This is the Jack Hughes draft, yeah, because Jack Hughes would be on this team, and Cole Caulfield was on his line, and they were the most dominant U18 team ever. And, like, here they are, minus Jack Hughes. Like, I still expect them to perform. They're pretty good. Um, So, yeah, I, I buy them to make it to the championship. But then at the same time, I think the perfect, like, if you're looking for a different team that's similar to USA Hockey, it's almost like Notre Dame football. Like, they have, like, the skill to make it to, like, the crossover, to, like, the round robin. But then, like, you play, like, the Alabamas or the Canadas and you just get your teeth punched in sometimes. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that USA can't beat Canada, but that's just always the vibe I get from USA. That's why I think we're, like, pessimistic. I I just want to get that out there that we do enjoy USA hockey, correct?
1: I love the United States. You, you can't tell me that we enjoy USA Hockey when we've been chirping the U.S. development program for the last, like, 12 years.
0: I know, I know, but you, like, still want them to win. Oh,
1: yeah, because it's the United States, 100%, 100%.
0: You just have these doubts that creep in from everything you've seen in the past. I'm pack.
1: terrified if we have to play Canada in the gold medal game and lose, like, 7-1. to one.
0: That would not be a good look for us. And Canada's playing Sweden?
1: No, Canada's playing Russia. Oh.
0: Yeah, and, I don't know.
1: And you mentioned Cole Caulfield, like – yeah, he had a really sick snipe the other night. But for a guy who's been talked about like this, got goal scoring machine. How many, I mean, how many goals does he have right now?
0: I think he's got like four. Dude. He's like a point per player game easily. I was, I, I guess, I was expecting
1: him to light it up a little bit more. More than that, let me look. I know for sure he's got at least two. Um, and then Arthur Kaliev. what do you have on that kid?
0: Nothing. Dude. I don't have anything on that him. That's what I was gonna ask. I mean, he was kind of, like, the weird one, too. Wasn't he the one that they basically were like, he just doesn't work out, but, like, he has a sick shot? Wasn't that his story? Taliav? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. What do you have on him?
1: I, I, just, I, I, I don't know. I think he's kind of irrelevant, to be completely honest with you. What, what I'm kind of rattled about, Lucas Raymond, wasn't he, like, a super, super high pick? He only has two goals, three assists uh, in five games. So he's only – it's a point a game for a guy who I'm pretty sure was supposed to be, like, a top three. wasn't
0: he yeah i don't know though dude like i think we just need to go back to it and you just have to stay grounded like you can't get too high or too low based on a guy's performance at world juniors right like if that kid's supposed to be a superstar like i'm gonna ride i'm gonna ride that out i heard a lot of good things what does he have like
1: fourth overall
0: what's his point total five points in five games where does that put him like on his team
1: uh, I yeah, I don't really know Sweden. Probably
0: at the top of Sweden though. Do you know what I mean? Uh, he's I think he's second,
1: or he's yeah. tied tied for first.
0: So tied for first on team Sweden scoring. I think they had trouble scoring this year, and I know you probably want him to produce more, but like probably like a defense first team. I wouldn't be too worried about that. People were uh, worried about the kid on Canada too. What's his name? Uh, second overall pick, Quinn Byfield. Quinn Byfield, and he started putting up. He's a point per player game Sure point-per-game player, too. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, does it really mean anything?
1: Yeah. I, Cole Caulfield's got – where the fuck did he go? He only has two goals this, this thing in five games. So, I, the Byfield kid, I think, is going to be fucking nasty. I think he's going to be really, really good.
0: I don't know. It's um, yeah, it's like dogging him. That's what drives me crazy. Like, after, yeah, like I
1: don't think you should dog him, but I also think the fact that, like, Cole Caulfield has the same amount of points as Brett Berard is kind of wild. <laughs> Dude. So shout out to the Rangers fifth round. Fifth overall. A fifth round pick. Uh that's what we have. If we hopefully we get US Canada and hopefully US doesn't get their face smashed in. But let's go into NHL in the news now. Uh we're gonna start in Minnesota. Yep. Yeah, we're starting in Minnesota. Jared Spurgeon of all people has been named the second full time captain in Minnesota Wild History, replacing Miku koivu who's captain in the wild since two thousand nine. Preezy i oh see the switches. Is it Sutter or Suter? Ryan Suter? Okay, are going to be the assistant captains. Uh, I I know I don't really follow the Minnesota Wild all that much, but this kind of put me on my keister, dude. I I didn't know that
0: Jared Spurgeon was considered, like, a a top dude. I mean, I I think a lot of people – I wouldn't consider him a top pair defenseman. I think he's top four. I think, like, in a perfect world, he's your number three defenseman. I think in – Minnesota I always thought he was the number two defenseman behind Suter but you also have uh, Matt Dumba there too like there's there's some good young defenseman in Minnesota you know what I mean yeah. um so I think he plays like a top four role there I think he's just maybe younger and like wants it more you know what I mean like I think if I'm a Minnesota Wild fan I'm okay with this I know it sucks that you signed Suter and Preezy to all that money but like you gave them so much time to like do anything with them being the core group and it never worked out right like what did Minnesota do after those two big contracts, like a couple of first-round exits?
1: Yeah, they never really made a splash of any sort. Jared Spurgeon, 31 years old.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just think maybe if you're like Bill Guerin, who's kind of been shaking it up there, he's probably just trying to continue to shake it up. Like, you have you have him. I don't know what's going on with Zook. Is Zook okay? Is he healthy or is he not healthy?
1: Something something recently happened with Zouk bro. isn't it? Yeah,
0: because that's what I was thinking, too, is like if you have those guys in the locker room, that's a different voice than what they've heard before.
1: Under underwent arm surgery is going to miss the start of the season.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think it's okay. It just threw you off. I mean, it's a very Minnesota Wild move.
1: Yeah. It it just I don't know. It kind of confused me. Speaking of Billy Garrett, is he? Nope. He's still the GM. Okay. I was. Uh, there are some really interesting things that came out in Pittsburgh. Did you, did you see that thing a couple weeks ago? Did not. Yeah. We're not gonna. I don't really want to talk about it. Um. It, it, I don't. I just. I don't have all the facts in front of me. Essentially, there was somebody who worked for the Pittsburgh Penguins who said that um, one of the high people up in the Penguins like hit on his wife or something like that, and like Billy Garen knew about it, but Billy Garen pretty much told him not to tell anybody that they're going to take care of it. And then when the season ended, they like let the guy go, and then the guy came out like recently and like told everybody what had happened, and everybody wanted Billy Garen to get fired, but he hasn't been fired yet.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. I don't know. I couldn't even radically
1: denies any role in the alleged sexual assault cover up in Pittsburgh. So is Billy Garen Is he the uh, is he the Vermont guy? or Is that John Leclerc?
0: John Leclerc. Okay. Bill, Bill Garen's a Massachusetts guy, though.
1: I get I get Garin and John Leclerc confused a lot. I don't know why, but I just do. Um, moving on. We're gonna stick with captains. uh The sense of an outset. Thomas Shabbat. Eric. Branson and Brady Kachuk will serve as alternates this season. The head coach came out and said that uh, it's pretty much a show me season for uh, Shabbat and Kachuk as to who's going to end up being the captain in Ottawa. Uh, what do you have in this? I kind of like it. I, I'm also I'd also be shocked if Brady Kachuk doesn't become the captain of the Ottawa Senators.
0: I don't know, man. The one I don't I don't hate it. Like I don't hate Kachuk and Shabbat. I was just kind of surprised. That, like, out of all of the veterans that were chosen to be captain, it was Eric Gabranson. I love Gabranson, dude. Who
1: he's a big dude who
0: like, can fight, right? Like, where's number
1: 44. Am I thinking of the same person?
0: Yeah, I guess. But, like, uh, I don't know. I just feel like Gabranson, like, he was on he was on Florida, then he went to the Canucks, Penguins, Ducks. Like, this is his 15. He's 28 years old. Like, he's bounced around a lot. And now you're like, you know who's going to lead us to a championship? Gabranson? I just felt like – Branson. He's a he's a tough defenseman. Like I like his prototype, but I just he's one of those guys that like the, hasn't transitioned well to the new NHL. Also, funny to look back. He was the third overall pick in that 2010 draft behind Hall. Third
1: overall. NFL. I look. I just saw that. I thought it said
0: third round. He's third overall. Yeah. What a crazy. Honestly, that's a pretty gross top ten if you look at it. Like, uh, that was the McElrath – Going 10 to 1. McIlrath, Mikhail Granland, Alexander Bermistoff went to Russia. Jeff Skinner, figure skater. Brett Conley won a cup. Nino Niederreiter, Ryan Johansson, Erica Branson, Sagan Hall. Like, isn't that a weird top 10? Uh, can you tell me who was picked 11? Jack Campbell. Wait, wait. Where was, uh, was McIlrath picked? McIlrath was picked 10th. Cam Fowler was picked 12th.
1: Where's, isn't Tarasenko somewhere around there? 16th. Good job, Rangers, you stupid uh, <laughs> that's what we have on that. I don't know. I'm looking at the Ottawa Senators roster right now. They, there's really not that many like veteran type guys. Uh Colin White's younger guy, Austin Watson, uh Brady Chuck, Chris Tierney. Uh, Derek Stepan I can see getting a there. But he's also yeah. very, very, very new. Uh Cedric Paquette. Guinea Dadanov, he's thirty one. Ardeminisimov, I don't really see him as that type of player. And then on the back end, like Braden Coburn's thirty-five, but I don't know. I guess like a ransom thing kinda
0: makes sense. He's making four million a year. That's not too shabby. Where's where's Boro? Where's Boro cop? Do you remember where he signed? Is it Nashville? Nashville. I hate that. This yeah. should have been that should have been Boroweski's A, you know what I mean? Like whatever. Been
1: really- dude. <laughs> dude.
0: And now he's gonna go die in Nashville. That stinks. Uh, you mentioned it. I think I wrote it down somewhere, so we should just say I it really. I'm pissed. I'm pissed that uh, basically. So the Senators traded. If you want to back it up, do you like the Stepan trade? They gave up a second round pick. They have so many prospects. Lo- and I
1: love. I love the Derek Stepan deal for the Ottawa Senators because Derek Stepan's like he's a top two center in the NHL for a young team who's kind of looking to not necessarily make the playoffs or like make a cup run but they're also not looking to be the laughing stock of the NHL. If you look if you really look at what the Ottawa Senators have done over the last few years and I know they've gotten a ton of shit for it, they're kind of setting themselves up to be a pretty fucking good team here in in the not so distant future depending on if people actually want to go play in Ottawa.
0: And if their, pros- their prospects have to pan out, like they have a ton of big name prospects,
1: Who's that one Swedish defenseman they have that's supposed to be sick? I think he came over from Vegas. Brandon.
0: Yeah. So, you're right. They have a ton of young prospects, right? And I think Shabbat's a great defenseman, too. Like he's awesome. Really good defenseman. So, I don't know. They have a lot of pieces. The other part of that, that, uh, and then they got Paquette and Braden Coburn and a second-round pick, and they were able to dump – like, right, give guy, like injured guys to Tampa so they could fit their salary cap. Mm -hmm. uh I mean good for the Ottawa Senators my whole thing on that though is like next year you're going to be back in Tampa's division like why are you setting yourself up for failure like the rest of the NHL like should not should have been like nobody trade with Tampa like let's make them like ruin their franchise
1: yeah yep uh I mean, Melnick and to Melnick, dude, right? Like, Melnick probably gave
0: the – It's not a bad deal. I mean, it's not a bad deal. I don't know. I just look at Tampa, and it's like, what did they just get Sorelli for, too? Like, $4 million, Like, Sergachev is $4 million. Like, they all make, like, $4 million. It makes no sense. Um, I don't know. Do you think Tampa's, like, the automatic favorite again this year?
1: No, not necessarily. I think a lot of times you see a Stanley Cup team come in and not really perform that well. All
0: right. I needed to hear that. I don't know why. I just feel like I'm scared.
1: I don't know. I they're still a really good team, dude. Like, and Brayden Point kind of had his coming out party. Not that, he hadn't been that great the last couple of years, but like, he's a real deal superstar. Kucherov's really good. And anytime you have Hedman and McDonough, is like your top two defensemen. Like, it's not bad with Vasilevsky in the cage. But I mean, there's there's a lot of times that that shit happens where you have that like uh, Stanley Cup hangover. So. I, I don't know. I, I like what the Senators did in terms of step on the other one. I'm not entirely sure. Although Cedric Pawcat going to be a perfect Ottawa Senator. I can guarantee that. Um, <laughs> Do you think he's
0: uh, the turtleneck? I could see him, like, going turtleneck late in his career, no? I think, yeah. I we'll hope guy, Cedric Pawcat and, like, the Yashin turtleneck. Yeah. Just, yeah. Up to ears, <laughs> Mustache. Yeah, Just, yeah. like, pissing your teammate off. People forget he ended Rick Nash's career.
1: Yeah, he probably smells like shit, dude.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um,
1: Sticking with sort of a – I think he was on the Senators. I just don't know if he ever played there. I think his contract got traded there. Ryan Callahan announces his retirement. Uh, Captain Callie, New York Rangers. Uh, he was a great player um, for many years. If you're talking in terms of uh, heart and hustle and character and, and the ability to chip in a timely goal and – I mean, he, he was everything that a smaller forward, like myself would look up to like Callahan had balls, dude. (laughs) There's The shit that the blocking shots, blocking char shots, breaking your leg in half, like Ryan Callahan was fucking awesome. And uh, I was pumped that he he even made the Olympic team that one year. Um, Kudos to him. He had a hell of a, hell of a uh, career. You and I had talked about this, like, earlier on that like his body wasn't going to be able to last and that's essentially what happened
0: yeah in the moment you're like really pissed off when he goes to Tampa right but like looking back on it it was probably best for the Rangers that they parted ways they got that run with St. Louis you know what I mean like it sucks dude but again at the end of the day Ryan Callahan was a great fifth Ranger captain like he oh, was yeah. he was everything that was the team and I we talked about this on the unreleased version version with Fever Boy Rex but like my favorite, as a non-Rangers fan, my favorite Rangers teams will always be when it was, like, Mike Rupp, Stu Bickle. Golded, Prost. Ryan Callahan.
1: Prost. Yeah, where, that like, they would go out and they'd block 200 shots a game, get in four fist fights, and they'd get out shot 30 to 10, but Henrik Lundqvist would save the day and the Rangers would win.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. That was the Rangers for, like, three years, dude. And it was fucking awesome. Those teams were great, so – Shout out Ryan Callahan. Uh, what do you think – what do you think he's going to do? Like, if you had to guess, I feel like he's someone who's definitely going to be, like, somewhat in hockey. Correct? Yeah. He, so, I've met him before,
1: and I don't know, like, if – because when I met him and I was talking to him, I thought that he kind of came off as if, like, I was interviewing him, but I was, like, only, like, 18 years old, and I was just trying to, like, have a conversation with him. So, to me, I thought he was, like, a little bit weird. Because I'd be like, what's up, Ryan? He's like, you know, just doing good things. And I'm like, okay, Like, what do you got going on later? He's like, you know, I might run the grocery store. We'll see if we have time. Like, it was, it was like, weird. Like, it was almost like I was interviewing, but I wasn't interviewing him. So, I always thought he was kind of a nerd. But at the same time, hasn't he gotten involved with NHL Network? Have I not seen him on NHL Network before? Like, I think I could see something along those lines. Or, like, I mean, if you look what Jed Ortmeier does with the Rangers Rangers organization where, like, player development, same with, like, Tanner Glass and stuff like that, like, Ryan Callahan would be a fucking perfect.
0: Jed Ortmeier's in player development? Yeah, yeah. That's unbelievable.
1: He's on, I'm looking up at him. Right? I signed picture right now. Fucking Orty. That guy was awesome, dude. I wish that you got to experience a little bit more Jed Ormeyer in your life.
0: <laughs> Michigan, right? Was he a Wolverine? He
1: was a Wolverine, an Omaha Probably Lancer. Dude. He played, I'm pretty sure he played with our assistant coach from high school, Tim Horst. It was like Horst, Hortmeier, and uh, Ty Conklin.
0: I think Ryan Malone. Ty Conklin, Whitesboro, New York.
1: So, I don't know. I'm just – I'm happy for Cali. I mean, he made a ton of money. Uh, and, I mean, there there's so many moments, which is kind of wild to me, that I just have of Ryan Callahan, like the little things that he was able to do. Like, I'm pretty sure there was a St. Patrick's Day game against the Bruins. And I forget who he beat up, but he beat up somebody behind the net. And, like, that was, like, the first time that we really got
0: – We already talked about this, right?
1: Well, on the non-release pod, I guess. But, like, that's, like, the first moment or memory for me. Like, like who's this Ryan Callahan kid? Like, he's kind of fucking gritty and I don't know. So
0: No so, Chuck Coleson slander on the podcast.
1: Um, We're just going to go to this one. Jonathan Taves will not join the Blackhawks for training camp. No timetable for return. Experience symptoms that make him feel drained and lethargic.
0: I just threw this on there because I wanted to say they lost Kirby Doc last week. Uh, who was their number two center, and now they just lost Jonathan Taze this week. Number one center. I this, um, I hope he feels okay. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, it's obviously serious, but, like, if I'm looking at it from a non-serious standpoint, like, this is something I wish I could do for work. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I'm kind of feeling lethargic right now, too. Um, but in all seriousness, I hope he does uh, feel better, but, like <laughs> – what do you like? What do you think? Like the Blackhawks are screwed. No, that's the that's the real angle I wanted to look at this from. Like, what do you do with Patrick Kane?
1: I don't know. I almost feel like this. Depending on how long Taves is going to be out, the season is just kind of a wash. Like,
0: I know. So what do you do if you're like at this point you're the Blackhawks, right? Like you're Stan Bowman. Jonathan Tase says like we don't want to rebuild, but like you guys like are going to be bad this year. So why not why not rebuild, right?
1: Yeah, but I think you can rebuild without trading Patrick Kane.
0: Yeah, I think so too. But I just—I'm actually kind of excited to hear all of the Kane to the Sabers. Uh, Kane to right. Buffalo
1: talk's gonna be sick, dude. Oh yeah. yeah, Kane's going to Buffalo and Jack Eichel's going the other way. Yeah, okay, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for that. Um, uh,
1: another veteran uh, in the news: Corey Perry, one-year deal, seven hundred and fifty k to the Habs. I texted a friend of the program, Jay LaTulip, about it. He said uh, he'd been cranking it all morning. So, he, he's happy that Corey Perry's going to Montreal. Uh, what, what do you have on this one? I think this is a good deal for Montreal. Montreal's kind of made some really good moves in the offseason.
0: This is what I told uh, – I think I told you and Fever Boy Rex this, but I just think they're playing – Montreal, Van is going to play like Claude Julian style hockey. And they're yeah. going to be big and they're going to grind uh, – Right, Wait, like you. It's kind of like weird because when I think of Montreal Canadiens, I don't think of big and grind. I think of right. small and can fucking wheel In laser shows. That's like yeah. all I think about, dude. And so like, so like, and I completely agree with you. But that's kind of what they become, right? Josh Anderson. They committed a lot of money to a dude who scored one goal last year. Uh, but you got to kind of like it. You have to respect it. Uh, they're going to be tough to play against. I also liked. I don't know if you saw this, but I guess Chara like considered going to. Montreal. I
1: was going to put that down, but I didn't because I didn't want to poke the bear too much, but yeah, they that they really wanted him to, and, and Chara
0: said that he wanted,
1: he was really thinking about it, but want to go to Montreal because uh, COVID stuff is... Famous. But he
0: liked the way he liked their offseason is what he said. Yeah. So, I don't know, and I agree with him. I think that's a good off season too, like, uh, I don't know. I just think it's good. He's a playoff performer. Like, the, the Canadian division is going to be crazy, and like, if you're the Montreal Canadiens, you do not have the most skill. So, like, you might as well be the best at something, and if this is the route you want to go, just being like dicks. Like you got to remember, like Gallagher is their leader. Like Gallagher is one of like the hardest, like, yeah. like most annoying players. Like the
1: Canadian version of Ryan Callahan, but like a little bit more annoying.
0: Yeah, just like more annoying. Exactly, he's kind of like Marshan used to be, where he's just super annoying. I feel like uh, I think I if
1: Brendan Gallagher was on the New York Rangers, he would be my favorite player of all time. Like, I really do. Just because of how, fu- you're, how annoying he is. But how good he is, too. And, like, how he plays the game with fucking passion. That guy yeah. doesn't take a night off.
0: Yeah, but, no, but you would definitely... You a really
1: good point, dude. Like, are there, is there another Canadian market team that can compete with the Canadians in terms of, like, grit now?
0: I mean, Lucic and Ronaldo on the Flames going uh, against... Weber,
1: team. Anderson, Gallagher. Uh, I know. Corey Perry... I want to watch Corey Perry just fucking piss off Austin Matthews like six times a year.
0: Yeah. And actually, you know what? I, I don't know if this, if you're going to agree with this take looking at Ottawa, Ottawa might be like the softest team in the Canadian division though. Vancouver too. I guess there's a couple of teams that aren't that hard. I was going to say most of the Canadian teams bring, bring the thunder, but I mean like Edmonton has Cassie and they have nurse, like Edmonton's kind of like a, a scrappy team, I would say. Yeah. Uh, I they don't can, know. Everything can playing playing a
1: play, play a scrappy game, I guess. I don't know. I think I think the Montreal Canadiens are going to be kind of fun to watch in terms of that. I think they're going to be bullying.
0: Yeah, and at the at the end of the day, too, they have Carey Price still. Like Carey Price could go on a run. I've seen Carey Price go on a run before, so I don't think they'll actually do it this year. I think we're giving them a little too much hype. But if you're a Canadiens fan, you gotta be pumped. Like you gotta be pumped.
1: I think so. Uh, Dale, have you had anything over the last? I I don't know if we had a hand up or not.
0: Yeah, bro. Thanks
2: for asking. Uh, I was I you know love Ryan Callahan. He was actually one of the uh, only Rangers jerseys I ever bought. So shout out to Ryan Callahan, Rochester, New York. Rock Vegas, always, baby. Uh, always a hard worker that I appreciated and respected. Um, I noticed you skipped over the lake.
1: Yeah, we're we're, we're, we're gonna get back into that because we were talking captain, 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 and then. Taves was a captain and then Callian was a captain. Corey Perry's not a captain, but we can, we can hop right into that because I know that's something that you're super interested in. Uh, You just mentioned it, an outdoor game in Lake Tahoe, Colorado, Vegas, February 20th. Uh, And then the next day, Philly, Boston have a matchup there. Now, Dale, I haven't looked too much into this. Are they literally playing on the lake?
2: No, I wish. I think, I think when the um, original like outdoor thing of Lake Louise in Alberta came out, that would have been that was the plan to play on Lake Louise in in British Columbia or so Canadian Rocky like
1: That in terms of like insurance, having yeah. level surface. Like I feel like there's so much shit that goes into actually playing on like a lake.
2: Right. Yeah, there's a lot more variables involved. Um, so I think they could probably. It's a great move. I think they kind of met it halfway, came to their senses a little bit. They're building a rink on a golf course. I think it's like holes 17 and 18 or something, but the holes are like on the side of like – they're like the two best holes on the course that are like literally just – on the waterfront How Much
1: money do you think They had to play, pay that golf course To put a rink on the 70- I, I, Now I'm, I'm new to the golf course game Like this year pretty much Like I've gone golfing this year More than I have ever And I have went like four times But the vibe I get at a golf course Is you don't fuck up the golf course Like I feel like You, like, you have to respect the golf course Otherwise you're going to get Kicked to shit really quick People are super weird About their greens and, and, and like the rough And the bunker and stuff Now you're putting a fucking Entire rink on a golf course I, I have to imagine they had to pay that golf course a shit ton of money, especially with the views that they're probably going to get of Lake Tahoe.
2: Yeah. I mean, you, you think about it from a marketing angle, though, this golf course is getting a lot of, for us, you know, multi-million dollars views of their course. Uh,
0: good. And if you look at it, too, from, like, a Naira angle, like, think about all, like, the sod you lay down. You know what I mean? Like, they got Kentucky Bluegrass, like, rolled up for miles. So <laughs> they got right. that good, though, bro. Um, oh, what did I – what else did I want to say on that? The one thing I was thinking, you know how they always do, like, hockey hometown? Yeah. Why can't they do that with, like, an outdoor rink? Like, someone build an outdoor rink in the coolest outdoor rink, the NHL. <laughs> how about – dude, I think you just – you're
1: onto something. How about this? Hometown hockey rink, whatever. They build one for this town, and then the next year, that's where the outdoor game is. You have an entire – that's nothing but content.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think this is a really cool concept to just put a rink
1: somewhere sick. Every dude, think of it this way. This it would be unbelievable. You could put a you could do this every year and put up a new outdoor rink in so many different places that might not have like the an NHL team around or whatever. But people are gonna fucking watch, especially with COVID, you can't really go to the game anyway.
0: It's true. I know, but then they probably get into like the COVID touring like too many city issue, I think. But, like, post-COVID, it could work, I think.
1: Like, fucking give me an outdoor rink in Iowa, dude.
0: I, want, I don't have a home, so I can't. But, like, part of me just wonders if I just, like, went to, like, a local parks and rec department and was, like, I just really want to, like, try to, like, like, lay down some ice. Like, can I just get, like, a fire, the fire department over to, like, a park and, like, see if they can hose it down? Like, it do you think, be- like... Wow.
1: What about this? Maybe the morning skate Saratoga Springs starts doing some fundraising for an outdoor rink
0: west yeah, but, they, but they'll argue that they have an outdoor rink. That's the warning. They rank.
1: don't. They have a giant field behind your actual hockey rink. The fact that there's not an outdoor rink there blows my fucking mind.
0: That can also be like roller hockey during... Yeah. Summer. 100%. There should 100% be a roller hockey rink. The lack of roller hockey rinks in uh in like upstate new york or probably most of like america is kind of downright disrespectful nuts but then but we have a friend of the program brooke
1: who lives out in san diego she skates every single day like there's roller rinks i don't know if they're everywhere if she goes to the same one but like i see her snapchats and her instagram stories like that girl is playing roller hockey i i I don't i don't know i mean we have we have one rink down in scotia but like it's kind of a weird spot to put a, a roller hockey rink
0: yeah, and it doesn't even have to be official. It could even just be boards on the cement. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just keep it simple. I agree. I think that's a good idea. Maybe that's something that we do, Dale,
1: and we, and we make content.
2: Yeah, dude, we got we got some friends in uh, public government. You can figure it out.
1: Public government friends. Uh, Dale, do you have anything else on the Lake Tahoe, or is that what you got?
2: I, I mean – I think it's such a good idea. Why Why isn't Arizona and uh, the LA Kings or Anaheim Ducks also doing a game there? Like, I, lo- I love how the Flyers and Boston, they're two higher market teams that are traveling all the way out there. But it's also right near Arizona. It's right near Anaheim. It's right near LA.
1: Like. It's because Boston gets all the outdoor games, dude. It's Danny Ainge. So
0: do the Rangers, dude. So do the Rangers. Give me a break. I, you know what I mean? Like, it's not our fault. The bottom line is they get better ratings, but – and it just sucks because, like, if all of us hockey fans pledged that we would watch that Coyotes, uh, like, night's game, then they would do it, I think. But, like, not everyone's going to watch it. you know what I mean? That's true. I don't know. I think it's a good idea, Dale, and I completely agree. I think they're just, like, driven off of ratings. Um. And I'm kind of pissed. Like, I don't know if I want the Bruins to have a season game. 52-game season, one of the games is going to be decided on a golf course in like Tahoe. The, of the playoffs.
2: The
0: yeah, so I don't know. It's cool, though. Okay. I'm. I mean, I'm with it, Dale. I think it's a good idea. Now, I think
1: we have one last one. We did bounce around a bit. Uh, We have two. Uh, The first one, there's a new high-tech puck that will be used this season using batteries, IR flashes, and tracking cameras. We talked about this last year. This is the way that they're going to be able to track, like, different players, and I think there's going to be even more stats in terms of, like, speed and all that stuff. Uh, They said we'll have the data that tells us everything about the puck, what happened to it in every moment, every goal, every save. There's something interesting to that. So, at the very least, we want to look – We want to think about how we can create some kind of public database for fans to go back and look at these pucks. They also said that if a puck goes into the stands, not that there's going to be fans there, but but people can keep the puck, Uh, pucks worth 40 bucks, something along those lines. I did see somewhere that the Panthers are allowing 5,000 fans in their ranks. So my question to you, this
0: is kind of unrelated, but are they even going to sell out? I don't know, dude. I mean, maybe. That was kind of a a curveball. Why did you just go from Panthers? What was that?
1: the pucks went in the stands, the only people that are going to be in the stands are the Florida Panthers.
0: Yeah, I guess. But, well, didn't Ariana Grande get hit by a puck at a Florida Panthers game, though? Uh, I see. Okay, why don't you bite your tongue, okay? Well, some... they're,
1: they're, the Florida Panthers are averaging 14,000
0: fans a game. So. Yeah, I mean, I think they will. I think it's Florida, and I think people are itching to do stuff, and it's 5,000 people, so I think it will sell out. If it doesn't sell out, that's going to be tough. But the issue is going to be I bet you a bunch of companies will probably have season tickets and, like, do their employees want to go. So maybe it will be a sellout on paper. But in all reality, like, the attendance is 1600 Yeah, I, I don't know about these pucks, dude. I, here's what I'll say of these pucks. Can we buy these? Because they're a link. Like, can I get this for my beer league? Can we, like, track beer league stats with that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. That would be unreal. I doubt it. Like, it's how tuck- much do you think this puck is? Like, it's just like a puck with a computer chip in it, right? I
1: said it costs $40 for one of these pucks.
0: Can I buy one? <laughs> I
1: don't know if it works that way. <laughs> yeah,
0: tell me you wouldn't want one, dude. Tell me you wouldn't want to see your, your shot velocity in the first period. My launch angle would <laughs> be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh yeah I, I don't know that's what we have on the pie didn't really have much more than that just kind of- i mean I, I
2: i think it's kind of sick you you look at baseball where they do like the uh the slugging percentage and whatever the velocity off the bat and the angles and all that stuff i think there's pretty cool um analytics and stats that'll come out of it we'll see you know matthews hit 97 miles an from a 22 degree angle you know <laughs>
1: I hope we're, ta- we're talking hypotenuses now, dude.
0: I hope, I hope, like, when these stats come out, we're talking like 22 degree angles. Like, we're gonna yeah, look dude. at
1: these stats and not have a clue what any of them means.
0: Yeah. Luber hijack leads the league in 22 degree angle shots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Carry Price, listen, I, I know, uh, I know, <laughs> I know Mexican's over there, but every <laughs> single time he takes a shot, it's coming at like a 45 degree angle. So, we really got we got to really work on, uh, how you how you approach
0: forty five degree? I don't know. I don't no, know. Dale, Dale, I'm with it. Like I agree with you. I'm excited for these new stats. I just don't know if we're going to understand really what they mean. Like how many of these stats are truly important?
1: I don't know. It right. it adds another dimension to the game for sure. Um, and then last one. This is just really really quick. The only active North American Big Four sports players that played professionally in the nineties: Chara, Thornton, and marlo
0: Is that a good look or a bad look for the NHL?
1: I mean, it shows longevity. They're not retiring at the age of 28 years old like most running backs do.
0: That's true. I guess every other league – every other league, like –
2: Wow, so that's more than Tom Brady. Wait, so all all those guys are older than Tom Brady. Yeah.
0: No, but the difference between hockey and those other sports, too, is that hockey players can start at 18, where those guys go to college. Tom Brady was, like, 22 when he started – 2001, you know what I mean? So there's kind of a difference there, too, where they're drafted. MBA is the one that's, like, kind of similar, which is, I was surprised by because, like, isn't Vince Carter still a thing? Um, I don't know, man. I guess it doesn't really matter. I mean, shout out to these guys. Do you have anything on it, Ken? No, I just wanted to, want to say it out loud. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. SHL time.
1: Dale had a Guinness Book of World Record that he wants to talk about too.
2: Yeah, it has nothing to do with EA. As we okay. Um, I just, that was just the spot. I decided to put it in the doc, but basically I had a, I had a friend send this to me on Snapchat. You guys won't believe this. The world rec- Guinness book of world records for the most ice hockey pucks balanced on a hockey stick. Do you want to take a guess at the number
0: 45?
2: Okay.
1: I'm i am looking at it right now. You can tell me it's
2: t- 20 or 32
1: i got 23
2: 23 yeah it's 23 sorry 23 i feel like we can beat that we could do this so so a little bit of fucking super glue which brings me which brings me to my next point i uh i I crunched some numbers it's only 8.6 pounds 32 pucks
0: i feel like this is really doable how do you have to get them on the stick? You can just balance them. How does that work? Well, put them on.
2: I'll show you the photo right here. This guy has um three three rows of seven plus two.
0: So, Wait. is that what is he even doing though? Like. <laughs> you're just balancing it on the Yeah, stick. I think you guys could do that. The real question is do you have 23 pucks? Do you have 24 pucks? I have awesome. I have some pucks.
2: You just gave me a bunch, remember? I've been driving I around know,
0: with them. I mean, you guys, I'm giving you guys a week to beat this world record. I just don't understand. Uh what are you going to do if you beat a world record? And who's going to beat it? Is this going to be crazy? I'm putting put in every bio I have. Yeah. Guinness oh, World a the World Record. <laughs> On most professional
1: ice hockey jerseys worn at once, what is this? 37. I don't have 38 jerseys, but.
2: All right. Most ice hockey puck shots in one minute.
0: Is it Nick Backstrom? <laughs>
2: 34. What?
0: These are ridiculous. That could probably be harder than you think, too. 34 shots in 60 seconds.
2: That's, that's like a shot every two
1: seconds. How From where? Where's the shots coming from?
2: See, I,
0: this I don't know. And do the Let's start breaking
1: the world records.
0: Yes. I mean, if you break these, but if, I feel like these world records are kind of like if you like shit in the woods, like there's a better shit in the woods kind of situations, you know what I mean? We're going to make TikToks out of it, obviously. <laughs> All right, there you go. All right, we're breaking world records. That's EASHL. Oh,
2: do you think hey, that – Last one, last one. Most consecutive ice hockey passes brought by the the Moscow Russian Federation, hundred and eight.
1: That's got to be in game.
0: Yeah, that's a hundred percent in game.
1: Otherwise, that would take us like not that long. Two hours.
0: That's like you know how like you ever just like try to like volley a soccer ball or something like that. Like that just like that's easier. It is. In a game, though, that's fucking impossible. 108 complete passes in one game would be insane if that's the case. Dude, we could literally just
1: one touch a puck back and forth 109 times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> World record holder, Navy Molson.
1: Kind of cool. But that's what we have there. Uh, Rangers-Bruins talk. Rangers, I talked about Berard earlier. Zibanejad is uh, day-to-day. A lot of covid speculation. I don't know if it's accurate or not, but it's nice to see the boys back there grinding. Uh, Bruins, char has gone. Uh, he said he can still, he feels he can still play regularly, and in Boston it was very clear to me I would not be in the starting lineup or starting some games or some back-to-backs. I'd be more reserved. This guy came out, Marinofsky. Bruins have $4 million tied up in John Moore and Kevin Miller, but weren't willing to give Zanano Chara their captain 795 I don't think that that's what that was about, but I love those guys just trying to stir the pot to get their clicks. Mm-hmm. That guy's an idiot.
0: <laughs> Thank you, dude. I thought that was gonna be your take and I was gonna get pretty mad. It like boo hoo. Here I, I think I've I've broken this down to you before the pod, but my whole thought process on it is Adano Chara is a Bruins legend. You asked me if his jersey would get retired, I said yes, a hundred and ten percent. He brought a Stanley Cup fourteen years, uh fourteen years to the Bruins. He came in that huge offseason, him and Mark Savard changed everything. Um, he was this captain from the get-go. Norris Trophy, just a dominant figure, just like, like prime Zdeno Chara when it was the big bad Bruins. Like he was the identity. He was the reason that Lucic and Thor and all of them could run around like the biggest assholes in the world because like they always had the biggest guy. Um, so it was awesome, man. Like I love Zdeno Chara, but from the Bruins' perspective, they have two left-hand defensemen, Saboro uh and then back in nine and who are first round picks that want ice time and i think they want to play them i don't hate that uh it's okay for the bruins to want to move on from a 43 year old and then from char's perspective it's cool that he's earned the right to want to play more than be like the seventh defenseman so like i don't hate either side i think it was just kind of a mutual agreement i think anyone blowing it up more than that is just an idiot looking for like some likes you know what I mean like I just think it didn't work out but like there's still respect there
1: no I I get it I I hate that tweet I hate that tweet so much like you're pretending that it was based off of money this wasn't based off of money at all
0: it's $725,000 that they have like yeah we signed John Moore like I get it like that was a mistake like maybe Seattle takes him in the in the expansion draft we can only hope but like Leave John Moore's contract out of this. They could have afforded Chara. Yeah.
1: Is Kevin Miller playing this year?
0: I don't know. It's been like the last time Kevin Miller played was the regular season before they lost to the Blues. Oh. So, but we re-signed him, so let's hope for the best there.
1: All right. That's what we have uh, for our Rangers and
0: Bruins talk. Oh, Oh. really? going to be kind of cool. Do you think he'll be cool on the Capitals? What's your thoughts on that? I mean –
1: the Capitals now, not, I mean, they could have pretty much done whatever they wanted to physically with any other team. But the fact that now they have Tom Wilson and Zdeno ochar like that, potentially could be a lot of fun to watch.
0: Yeah, it sucks for us because we have to play them in the same division. But
1: I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried because I'm a Rangers fan. You can be worried as
0: a Bruins fan, but it's. Uh... Do you think? Do you think that who's the favorite of that to win that division? Just no. off of your top of your head, it's kind of up for debate. Boston or Washington. You don't think Philly's in that mix, too, after last year? They, need, they just have to earn your respect a little bit more?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think Philly's well on its way. Like, the Flyers are finally starting to become, like, a, like a team that we're accustomed to making the playoffs every year. But
0: I think next week we do our season breakdown. We do our division predictions. mean, What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I'm good with that. I'm definitely good with that. But, Fair um, League Roundup, hockey's back for you?
0: Next week, it's back. Tough news, though. A lot of our team dropped out. So, uh, one, I have to – here are the rules. Um, This is going to be tough to swallow. But I get to play hockey, so I'm not complaining. No locker rooms. Got to figure that one out. Got to wear a mask when you play, which I think I might have an asthma attack. Uh, And we only have eight skaters, so – so, we got five it's 3D because a bunch of guys dropped. And I think the rest of the league still has, like, 12 guys. So, it's going to be an uphill battle, dude. I mean, it sounds like a lot of adversity. Oh, and all our games are Sundays at 1050. Oh, my God. Yeah, because COVID doesn't strike past 10, dude. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably the worst part at all. Sunday, 1050. Like, I can do, like, one or two of those a season. But it's every single Sunday. Uh so that's going to be tough. I'm not going to be a Monday guy moving forward, I don't think. But I'm just going to play hockey, honestly. I've been jealous hearing you guys talk about beer league hockey. Uh, How far away do you live from the rink? What's that? How far away do you live from the rink? I live closer now, so I live like 25 minutes from the rink. and It's not that bad. It's basically one stop. It would be, like, be like in New York getting on. It's like going to Clifton Park, like exit no, 15.
1: Mondays are going to be excruciatingly painful.
0: Yeah, I mean, Mondays are the absolute worst. I think almost – like, you do back-to-back Sunday skates. Like, you have been anyway. Um, yeah, I'm still home by, like, 10. But your Mondays didn't suck at all?
1: I mean, they still kind of suck, but I'm also not getting into bed at – if you're at a 10.50 game, you have an hour and a half that will bring you 11. That's 12 <coughs> – let's say
0: 12.20. You you're
1: going to want to shower at some yeah. point, I would think. So, then you're leaving the rink at quarter to one. You're getting home – like, a little past
0: 15. <laughs> and then it takes, like, how long does – can you – I don't know about you, but after I play hockey, like, beer league, I can't just can't go bleed. home and fall asleep. have no. to watch TV or, like, do something. Like, I got to be on the couch for, like, a half hour or something to even, like, consider falling asleep. So, it's 2 a.m. and then you wake up at 6, and it's like, oh, my God. Oh.
1: Yeah. That's – for the love of the game, dude. Yeah. Kevin Costner. Do
0: you guys have any beer league anything?
1: Uh Oh, yeah. I bought – okay this could be oh god this could be i don't think i've talked to you about this Hal. um and i'm aware this is like a super douche move but i've never played on a team that had rangers colors i remember when we were going over navy molson jerseys i really wanted to be like new york rangers everybody was down but of course the one asshole in the group told me that he wouldn't wear Rangers stuff shout out to hal um i went out and i bought rangers pants gloves and i got a new white helmet so now it's going to kind of look like i've played for the new york rangers again i understand that that's like a major douche move but at the same time like i'm getting old i'm 30 i'm not like that young kid who actually pretended like he played on the rangers i'm literally just wearing them because like i'll be able to check myself out in the glass so i'm skating around and be like damn i kind of do look like Zuccarello. so in terms of like super douche
0: zero to ten like an 8.9 all right i don't know i go back and forth on this because i know you as a human. My first question, socks. Are your socks going to match? What's the deal with the socks? Uh, I bought
1: CCM socks and practice jersey, navy and white.
0: That's okay, because they're white and blue. I'll, I'll give you a pass on that. My thing with the I, – I don't know. Gloves and pants to me is hard. The one thing I'll say is there's no, like, minor league New York Rangers. Like, sometimes, like – I'm
1: well, the, to... Flynn, the Flynn brothers played juniors for I think a Connecticut team that had Rangers type stuff.
0: Oh yeah, it's like do you know what I mean when there's like kids wearing their juniors set and then like except for yeah,
1: part... but the pants the pants say the the pants have a Rangers logo on it and the gloves say Daryl Powell.
0: Yeah, that's the tough one. I don't know. To me, I think the I think the gloves that say Daryl Powell are the tough one. To me, Daryl Powell gloves are something maybe you put in like a fucking case or some shit but if you want to wear Daryl Powell gloves dude you can I'm not going to hold it against you you put up points in beer league right are you going to wear it at both skates like do you think the reception at one skate compared to a different one of your skates like based on personalities will be different dude I I bought it I'm going to wear it yeah but you said that and when we were in high school you bought those like bright blue eagle gloves and you got chirped out of those pretty quick and I wore them
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I've kind of accepted the fact that I am a career beer leaguer now. That I've gotten older, and like, I like the
0: Rangers, dude. So I'm gonna wear Ranger stuff. Here's the other thing. I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast. You lost the second tooth.
1: Uh, it's not gone completely. Chipped pretty good. A guy on. So I, I've actually joined Dale's beer league team. I don't know if we've talked about this. Uh, and we skate Tuesdays. And one of the guys on Dale's beer league team, I split the D, and he just, he just slashed me in the face. So, uh. I, I was literally bleeding everywhere. My my mouth went numb. I thought I lost all my teeth because when I went to spit, like there was a giant pool of blood. I'm like, oh, great. And then I went, it's just chipped. I'm trying to figure it all out, but
0: yeah. Are any thoughts on the visor? Are you still going visor?
1: Well, I just bought a
0: new white helmet with a new visor.
1: So uh, we got that going for me.
0: Okay, so we're sticking with the visor. You think you'll always be visor? You're never gonna like how many teeth does Ted have when to I leave?
1: get when I get this fixed where like it looks like I have a normal smile, I'll probably put a bubble on.
0: <laughs> okay. Fair enough. He's just waiting for it. He's just waiting for it all to be completed. Waiting to look
1: pretty again, dude. All right, <laughs> uh, that's what we have on that. Um that's our beer league roundup. Dom more, take it away.
0: Hey, fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind-the-scenes stuff here. All
1: right, Don Moore's Heroes and Zeros. Let's keep these quick. My Hero of the Week goes to um, the Sabres hiring Dan Girardi in a player development role. Uh, 972 angel games for an undrafted player. I'm happy about this. I love Dan Girardi. Well in Ontario. I mean, funny guy. Blocks Ovechkin slap shots with his face just because he can. Uh, I think this is the type of guy you want around your kids. Uh, <coughs> What Do you you guys – are you good with Dan Girardi going to Buffalo for that?
0: Yeah, it fits very much in that Ryan Holwig – or not Ryan Holwig. What the hell? Callahan? Jed Ortmeyer, Jed Ortmeyer, player development. Dan Girardi, player development. Yeah, and I think – right, he's from, like, Niagara Falls area. Well, and it's, like, basically home. Like, if you could live in your home city or, like, right where your parents are and where you grew up and also work for an NHL team, that's kind of a no-brainer. Like, for the people, like, why Buffalo? It's, like, that's basically home. So – Good for Dan Girardi, that sounds sick. I think that's a again a perfect role. And like if you're if you're an undrafted college like free agent defenseman and you're trying to figure out what organization to go to, like the fact that Dan Girardi is someone who can give you advice as an undrafted guy would be huge to me, like trying to figure out where I'd want to go. No,
1: for sure. So that that's my hero, and I'm going my zeros are gonna be really quick. Uh about a week ago, Rangers came out and said Alexi Lafreniere. Uh, that he gained an inch and he put on more muscle. He's uh, an inch taller. He's at 205. Well, doesn't fucking Jack Hughes come out and say he gained 14 pounds of muscle during the off season? Okay, Jack Hughes. Like, try less to be like Alexi right right? Lafreniere <laughs> My, my zero of the week goes to Jack Hughes and Austin.
0: That's your so week. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, because <laughs> so are you saying because Alexei Lafreniere said he grew an inch like a week ago and gained 15 pounds that Jack Hughes is just copying him?
1: He's trying to, dude. It's like it's really it's it's honestly like pathetic at this point. I don't know if if I'm a Devils fan, if I can even respect somebody who does something like that. And uh, my my other zero of the week goes to New York Islanders. They're not inviting Josh Hosang to training camp. Hosang signed a one-year two-way deal on October 27th. I don't think Hosang's ever going to sniff the NHL with the New York Islanders. I don't know why he signed that deal. Um, Why? I I don't know.
0: Especially, like, well, I guess, I mean, especially in this season where he probably could have just gone, like, overseas for 50 games. And light it up somewhere. Or, yeah. And then, like, start it over, I think. is like, I, Lou Lamorella. like, this is such – I mean, you're a grudge guy. This is a grudge guy move, right? He was late to, like, one training camp. Like, his agent was firing off tweets probably or something. And now he's signing him just so he won't even <laughs> invite him to training camp. Yeah. It's a tough look. It's a
1: really, really tough look. And, and Joshua Zang was, like, pretty – I don't think people expected him to be Sidney Crosby, but I think people definitely expect him to be in the NHL at some point.
0: And if you're the owner of the New York Islanders, are you cool with Lou Amarillo spending $725,000 of your money during like a pandemic just to like pull a power move on a guy?
1: Glue someone to the bench. I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what the Islanders are doing. They still have, they have younger players too, like Kiefer Bellows, Albert uh, Wolstrom, and no, is Dobson
0: on? Yeah, Noah Dobson.
1: Yeah, so they have some younger players coming up, but Zero of the Week,
0: Jack Hughes and New York Islanders organization. Kiefer, Bellow, the Kiefer Bellows and Oliver Wallstrom USA teams. That's kind of, I think, where we get some of our, like, prejudices from. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Definitely um, could be. What do you got? Ken, you don't – I mean, Dale, do you want to go? Do you got your own Zero? Or do you want me to go?
2: I, I can go for him. My hero goes out to uh, the World Juniors refs, just really bringing the energy on the puck drop, bring a little bit of, uh, of life. Of
0: anymore. This is perfect. So, so I'm glad you brought this up because this is a very positive Dale moment. It is. Right? So the, before the puck drop, they've been doing – who's the ref in the NHL who does that? I fucking hate that guy. Uh, Russell McCauley maybe. starts screaming. So they're kind of doing the same thing at World Juniors. Dale, you're a fan. Kat.
1: I actually tweeted this out, and I don't know if, like, Dale's, like, trolling me right now. But I said, "Do the world junior refs lay down at night thinking what, clever, what super clever thing they can say before puck drop to make Starman poop his pants, or is that just a heat in the moment kind of thing? I, It's like, dude, drop the fucking puck, man. <laughs> what, what did the one guy say? He's like, uh, stay positive, test negative, and drop the puck. And Dave Starman's like, oh, oh,
0: oh, oh it's awesome. I'm like, shut up, dude. It is awesome, bro. Well, I'm glad that you know what though. At least Dale Dale appreciates it, so I'll allow it. I think if Dale didn't appreciate it, I'd say it's out. But I think,
1: what's that? Dale, you're a ref. You're a ref in World Juniors. You get to drop the puck. What are you saying before you drop the puck? It's
2: a good question, bro.
1: Think about it and let us know what you, what you have to. All
2: right. What's your, what's your zero, Dale?
0: I'll get back to you. <laughs> okay how what do you got hero of the week uh i don't know people have different opinions on this drew Doughty's butt hurt again I saw uh he's complaining about <laughs> he's complaining about the fact that people are saying that he's not going to make the canadian olympic team in the future that they're not slotting him into that role he thinks it's disrespectful and that none of his peers would agree with them um, I don't really have a take on that because a lot of people have like a lot of facts proving that Drew Doughty's play has gone downhill. I just love how Drew Doughty's always so like mad and pissed off. I don't even know if it's real or fake. Like it, I, I think Drew Doughty just kind of loves Drew Doughty, and I kind of love that about Drew Doughty. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Like it's funny to me. Like people say they want players to have personalities. Like Drew Doughty has a personality. It's kind of off the hinges, but
1: yeah. So what what are the kids call the old people? What do they call them?
0: Uh, I don't know <laughs> It's a like
1: thing where like oh, Old man yelling at a cloud You're such a Boomer Oh yes he's a, Drew Dowdy's a boomer dude Through and through He is who he is I like Drew Dowdy But I love the fact that Anytime he sees anything in the paper He's like Well I need to talk about that And <laughs> just like
0: Completely ignoring him. Drew Dowdy's like your uncle on Facebook <laughs>
1: Yes dude 100% He's like, oh, yeah, I saw this one, this one article from the Czechoslovakian about some guy. Didn't even read it. Used Google Translate, but it said Drew Doughty bad, and I'm mad about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I don't know. Shout out to Drew Doughty for, like, saying something. I'm glad that he's still, he's still got that fire. Uh, my first zero of the week, I got to find this on my phone, but did you see that uh, DelZotto started a workout website?
1: No, but I need to become a member
0: yeah i'll try to i'll try to plug the website right now it's virtual hockey train anywhere improve everywhere uh improve your hockey skills while working out virtually the stanley cup champion michael (laughs) delzato he played a big role hey stanley cup champion kind of shout out to michael delzato though because if you look at delzato delzato looks like someone if he was in the nhl he'd be like a soul cycle instructor yeah um so, I think he'll do well, dude. I you, I was kind of – the reason I, I brought
1: you, it up – I wish you didn't say that because before you said that, I was going to say if I ever made the NHL, I would want my life to be very similar to Michael Delzato. Because, like, I feel like, like, all right, kind of good, but then just, like, way more interested in, like, porn stars and, like, having sick abs.
0: And, and then, like, hanging out with Sagan.
1: Yeah, and hanging out with Sagan. And then, oh, I need to make a quick buck. Michael Delzato, Stanley Cup champion, virtual training. It's going to be like him doing, like, push-ups – and like flexing, but then you said soul cycle instructor, and that is so far out of the realm of what I could ever possibly do.
0: Can, all right. So, but I think one of you guys should actually try the workout if there's like a free trial um, and get back to me. Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> fuck, what else was I going to say? I just lost it. Dale, do you have anything on this? Oh, I was going to say, do you remember how sick people thought Delzado was going to be after like his awesome. rookie kid? He, he was really unbelievable. Cool.
1: He was really good. Michael Delzato, like his his first two years in the NHL was
0: and then I I don't know what happened. I think so, I think people realize that if you just hit him, everything will go away. So I don't know if I'm allowed to do to do this, Jesus. I'm mumbling. Uh I'm gonna change that from a zero to a hero. is also a hero of the week. Yeah. I love Delzado, dude. <laughs> hey Lisa Ann, you wanna hang out? Oh, Michael Delzado's trying to hang out with me. That didn't
1: happen. There's screenshots. Photoshop. <laughs> yeah
0: zero my zero of the week this is a real one pittsburgh penguins co-owner ron berkeley purchases michael jackson's neverland ranch for 22 million that's just a weird move weird move the only way it's like even normal to me and i don't even think it's normal is if like he like makes it a museum and charges people to go in that's the only thing you can do other than that that's like buying a haunted house that has killed
1: like five thousand different families that have lived in it and you just wanted to buy it just to have a good night's sleep
0: Yeah, like I – Like some real weird shit went on at
1: that Neverland Ranch.
0: If this guy never spends a night there and then he flips it in like three years for more money or something, maybe that's okay. But like at this point, like I don't don't support the move.
1: I don't either. And how did – like $22 million, like wouldn't you think that if you put Michael Jackson's name on that, it would go down?
0: I don't, I don't know. I think so. That's what I'm saying. Is there a hot market for this house? Yes,
1: it's a balancing act between superstar and some really weird shit he did to kids.
0: Dale, what's your take on this house? I got to be honest,
2: bro. I'm mentally um, preparing for what I'm about to say for my zero. I zoned down. I don't, I don't even All right, know
0: Dale, zero of the week. Let's hear it. So, this
2: is something that I hated as a youth hockey player. I, it's something that, you know, it's been so. <clears throat> i been so far removed from it that um, I forgot they even existed. So without further ado, rule number 35 from the IIHF. Rule 35, all players who are 18 years and younger, regardless of what event or tournament they are participating in, must wear a neck and throat protector. I hate these things. They're so They're so itchy. They're so irritating. All of us used to just take clear – clear tape and like fold them in half and bend them up so they really wouldn't do anything just zero the week goes out to net guards um and the weirdness of the fact that if you're 18 in the IIHF you have to wear it but half the players aren't so
1: it's weird that like in you can be 18 years old in Canada and drink a beer but you still got to put on a net guard net
0: guards are and younger yeah yeah, neck guards were a weird one to me because, like, overall, I actually enjoy hockey equipment. Like, I felt nervous if I did not have it. But a neck guard, it was always like the one piece of equipment. You're like, how can I make this smaller? Like, know. what is this is that, how does this serve? That's
1: been saved by a neck guard.
0: I don't know. That's the thing. Like, I felt I always felt like if a if a skate came up my throat, I would still be cut. Yeah. My- the, the neck guard is going to push up or down. It's not like it's
1: glued to – like it's not like a full thing on your neck.
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's a pretty stupid piece of equipment, Dale, that was thought-provoking.
2: Thanks, dude. I, I forgot they existed until I, until I saw something about it this week.
1: I hate the neck guard. But um, those were our heroes and zeros. Thought-provoking, Dale. Uh, three stars of the week. Let's go.
2: All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey.
1: All right, three stars time. So the boys went to Martha's Vineyard last year for Hal's bachelor party. We had, a, we had a great time. We ripped it up for a week. It's been good. We're trying to make this a yearly thing. We established a precedent with our families and significant others that each year the boys get one week to do what we need to do, to blossom state. So we've been trying to find another Martha's Vineyard House. There's been a lot of animosity going on between people, whether they want to be on the beach, whether they don't want to be on the beach, whether they can make it, whether they can't make it. Um, So let's do our top three vacation spots for the boys. And and, uh, Dale's got his hand up.
2: I just have a question. Are we talking United States only?
1: I only fly Southwest, dude. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. uh but yeah and and like they have to be like i guess somewhat real. my number one's not realistic but uh my third star of the week i think nashville would be really cool i've never been to nashville i think it'd be really really and it's hard because you got to think covid too so even if we went to nashville we wouldn't really be able to experience what nashville really has to offer so i guess my nashville pick would be for more or less when life if it ever gets back to normal gets back to normal third star nashville
0: yeah, I guess that's good, dude. I don't know. I, I'm not a Nashville guy. He's, I, he's in cowgirl shorts, dude. I guess, dude. I just, and this is why this list is gonna be hard to me because I'm biased. Because I just want, I just want some ocean, uh, and Nashville's the middle of the country. I don't hate it. It's a good place to get drunk. I'll just, I'll just fire one off. Um, I don't know if this is a hot take, but uh sticking with uh Martha's Vineyard it's quick for me so I'm just gonna go across that same bay I'm gonna say Nantucket I think okay um you're looking for empty empty beaches uh empty beaches that's kind of what it's all about and it's a great place to drink and play golf uh and those are usually our goals uh it is across the way although I am with Dale in the sense I do like some diversity uh, is that diverse know. enough for you, Dale? Exactly. I don't think it is. I, I don't think that's going to touch it for Dale. So, that was a okay of change, right? That's what he said.
2: Yeah. I mean, Nantucket's more expensive and smaller than Martha's Vineyard. but
0: Those are the downfalls, too. But I'm trying to take money out of this because if money was out, like money is always a factor. I, are we playing money in? What's your decision there, kid?
1: I don't. I just. I I plan on playing this nine minute section of the podcast to the boys and having just people pick one spot. (laughs)
2: Okay. (laughs) Dale, what's your third star? All right. My third star. uh, It's a, it's a little bit out there just because we can be Bozeman, Montana, just fucking get, get the boys up in the wild, get a cabin in Montana. Like we'll do a little hunting. Dare I say, I've never even shot a gun. I don't even, I don't even hunt. That's, that's not really me, but like rafting Hiking, eating beef jerky in the woods, seeing some wildlife, maybe going to Yellowstone. Just to so fucking get some fresh air. I love the mountains.
1: Yeah. I I I love the beach and the ocean as well, but if there was one place that I go that didn't offer those things, Montana would be really, really cool.
2: Get some fly fishing in, dude.
1: Montana would be sweet. I mean, it's pretty much Utica, but way cooler. <laughs> yeah uh my second star uh greg friend of the program he comes on trips with us he he came out with the outer banks dude he found a beach house that was about almost 100 percent cheaper than the martha's vineyard beach house that we stay at a jacuzzi we had our own private beach the negatives are a 13 hour drive however i mean i would fly so i i think this is i i don't know i think this is a really good option what do you guys have on the outer banks it's john b dude
0: i mean i don't know if i i I don't have much on it i mean it seems like a reasonable solution i feel like it's a safe pick correct like i think there was a tv show about it i did not watch the tv show i don't know what that's about so i don't want that to sway any opinions to be honest with you never been never like heard too much about it but all the logistical things make sense so i think it's a good safe pick dale
2: yeah kitty hawk i've been uh it's nice you know can't beat the beach, fresh air. There's some nice sand dunes down there. Sand dunes are always fun to just run and jump into.
1: What's, what's a sand dune?
2: A sand dune is uh, just like a little sand hill. Um, you jump into the hill? Yeah, well, what I used to do is just kind of run from the top, and then you just, like, jump, and then you slide. Um, I think there's sand boards, though. Like, you can actually snowboard
1: on them. Do they have like? Do they have those cars? Because that'd be kind of cool, like those rally sand
0: dune oh, cars.
1: Okay. Yep, <laughs> that could be something. All right, number two pick Outer Banks. Hal, what do you got?
0: I'm gonna toss this one out there. It's been a it's been a point of possible visitation from the boys before that was canceled. Laguna Beach is my second overall pick. Halfway between California or between San Diego and Los Angeles, which is a great spot for flying uh, to get out there. Uh, Founder of the podcast, Feverboy Rex, is still out oh, there. Shut He's, up, dude! He won't be out there that much longer. Um, so I how, many more, goes, how many more times are we going to be able to go out there to California? I think logistically for the boys, that might make sense. It's one last hurrah in California. I mean, Cali Ked, Cali Ked was one of my favorite cats I've ever been around. So um, it'd be fun to sim- swim with the seals in La Jolla uh, and just eat a ton of fucking burritos and shrimp and mexican food i don't know california you want to talk about a danger of paysdale? i feel like it's expensive because the trip's over there but i think we can get like a shitty house somewhere I, about I, that,
1: I, I have two things about this one how dare you say that thing that you said about awesome. oh he's a co-founder co-founder you said founder i meant like a founding father i apologize oh, that's that's way better um second Dan Diego is going back out to Dan Diego for a little bit before he eventually moves to the East Coast. So it would be nice to kind of give him one last hurrah. I don't know how the logistics of actually getting people to fly out to San Diego or Laguna Beach would be. I'd be very in on that.
0: There we go. I like how this is ridiculous. I like how you decided to workshop an idea for our friends to take a vacation onto the podcast. Dale, what do you think of Laguna Beach?
2: I love it, dude. I, I, San Diego is one of uh, my favorite places of, I've been. So,
1: dude, Dale um, lit right up when he said that, too. Yeah. All, right. All right, Dale, what's your second star?
2: Uh, my second star kind of goes with the golf theme. I think one of the most fun days we had last year on our vacation was just golfing with the boys. Um, place that has a lot of golf and a lot of beaches is Hilton Head, South Carolina. So.
1: Never even heard of it, so I'm kind of intrigued
0: yeah Yeah, i would would go there that that i have i have almost gone there before i would be interested you're right it's basically beach beach area lots of golf kind of just like it's very similar i guess almost to the outer banks maybe more like public like city like is that correct I, i
2: i don't really know too much about it part of me feels like it may be an older vibe like florida where it's uh like kind of a lot of really nice golf courses, but definitely, definitely interested.
1: South Carolina. Okay, that's definitely – I'll think about that. I don't hate that. My number one star, if you thought Cali Cad was cool, dude, what about Aloha, bitch, dude? Hawaii. I think it'd be fucking really, really cool to go to Hawaii again. I don't know the logistics of getting people to actually end up going there, but if the boys went to Hawaii for a week, I think that I, that'd be the happiest I'd ever be ever. And also there's a good chance I just want to come back.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's my, probably my favorite place I've ever been. I've always wanted to go back. I just – Logistically speaking, I just don't think when you're married, you can just go to Hawaii with the boys and then not. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, dude. So I would probably have to nix that one unless it was a family trip. And what's the point of a boys weekend if it's a family trip?
1: That's true, dude. I was kind of like I I thinking like couples retreat, but like just the boys. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: like a singles island or something that we can go to. <laughs> yeah, that would fly. I don't know. I mean, do you, do you even have an idea of which island you're trying to go to? Uh, the
1: islands of Waikiki, it's a Nicki Minaj song, dude, I'd want to go there. Also, something just popped in my head, uh, this is a rover pick, boys could, oh no, not because of COVID, I was gonna say the boys could take a cruise, but those things are not okay right now.
0: I don't know if I'm a cruise guy.
1: I, I are think you I would thrive know. on a cruise. I, mean, I don't
0: know, man, tight air, I mean, it's cool that there's spots, but like, sleeping on a ship, I don't know. Alright, Hawaii, Dale?
2: Yeah, I'm down, dude. <laughs>
0: Nails down for Hawaii. Lit
1: right up again. Hal, is there any way that we can convince? Uh, c- can you just keep telling her that like Ked's going through a rough breakup? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll really hammer that one home.
1: That's fair. I un- I understand where you're coming from. It's like the boys are going to while, but like, you and I aren't going, that's not a conversation I'd want to have.
0: But yeah. There, Al, so,
1: what's your first star? Uh,
0: I think I. This is tough for me to say, but I mean just in case like everyone kind of gets really cranky at each other and we can't figure anything out. Let's keep it simple, stupid. Just do like Lake Placid um, a week on the lake. I mean, thinking it doesn't even have to be Lake Placid somewhere in the Adirondacks, like Indian Lake somewhere where maybe we can just rent like a pontoon boat uh, and just be on a lake for like a week. Like I would- hate that either. You know what I mean? Like you can keep it simple. There are places there. I know. I know we, one member uh, kind of did something like that in Vermont. I just don't think it was the right time and place. I think this might be option like twenty-five, like emerge, like break the emergency glass kit and like pull it out to save the vacation. But
1: this is this is back pocket. There's two seconds left to go. We got to get a place. Here it is.
0: And it's beautiful. You know what I mean?
1: But now you're trying to convince me to stay away from like being Hawaiian cad. Or...
0: Never change Hawaiian cad.
1: Or, or Homestead cad. What was that one? Whatever that is.
0: I watched. Have you ever seen like Blue Crush? Have you ever seen that movie?
1: Uh, I haven't seen it, but I, it's a surfer movie.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. That's all I got. Eddie would go. Dale, what's your number one star? Well, Dale, what'd you think about that? I mean, I
2: think, it, I think it's a fantastic idea to have somewhere close and accessible. Um, I love the Adirondacks, I love Vermont Made me even think of Maine Even somewhere in, you know, on the coast of Maine Or somewhere what? with the lake would be
0: awesome uh, Dale, I also heard this rumor And I don't know if you want to confirm or deny really quick That you're trying to bike from Saratoga to New York City
2: Yeah, confirm,
0: hard confirm I'm Enjoy that dude, that's something I would never Ken, would you ever take a bike ride, a 150 mile bike ride? How? it's
2: not 150 it's 240
0: okay so and and how many days do you think that's going to take you like two and a half you're biking like so you're biking like what overall like 90 miles a day
2: it <sighs> might not be 240 i don't know it's going to take us two and a half days i'm going to go like 60 70 mile average
0: I mean that's a lot I would n- I would never be able to do that uh I know you didn't you bike the Erie Canal once too
2: yeah I already biked from Buffalo to Albany but that was when I was 14 and in high school hockey condition
0: all right Lance. so Lance Armstrong what's your number one star
2: my number one star it's a place I've been wanting to go for a long time I do genuinely think the boys would enjoy it um we could, go to, we could go to Lake Travis. We could do – there's great culinary, great uh, music scene. Austin, Texas. I think there's a lot of culture. It would, be a lot, it would be a lot of fun for us. Texas
0: for the boys.
1: I don't hate that. I,
0: I don't hate that at all. What did you say, How? The, the only thing with that is we would have to – I'm cool with doing Texas, but if you do Texas, you not only have to do Austin, but you also have to watch like a Odessa football game. And that's a long drive. But it's something that I think is worth it.
1: I mean, I'm kind of good with all those. I think right now we kind of just got to figure out a weekend, figure out everybody's budget, and was was there one place that was just listed that got you guys more excited than others? I no, have two. I have two. What were those? Well, they were two of mine. Uh, Hawaii would be awesome, and uh, I think the Outer Banks would be cool. And if not Outer Banks, then that South Carolina one. But at the same time you're also right like i under it it's kind of like there's two things that i want from this and i kind of have to weigh which one means more one i just want all the boys together for a week where we can just get rowdy and then two i'd love to experience like a new culture i guess i don't know if that's or experience like a new place that i've never been to before which would be really cool but at the same time i think in the back pocket one where it's like if we just went and got like a lake house somewhere in upstate new york and like just got at it. We can
0: also do that, but I don't know. That's what I got. Beautiful, dude. There we go. Thanks for listening to our travel concerns. for yeah. uh, <laughs> The three stars. That was a long podcast. There was a lot to talk about, which is good. Ten days. Uh, I hope everyone studies. Are you guys gonna fucking study for uh, division previews because we're gonna keep track of it. Yeah. Uh, I think we should do all of our predictions. Maybe we can send something out uh, and do some predictions and get that going. I'm down.
1: I'm down, but uh, Dale, feel better Hal, thanks for jumping on, you guys have anything else? So nice subscribe to there. our
2: new YouTube channel Subscribe <laughs>
1: to the new YouTube channel, hell yeah, and Dale also, the, the day that you are no longer covid let's break a world record, dude Hell yeah, right on Alright guys, uh, we will catch up with you guys next week hopefully you guys enjoyed the pod, and we'll talk to you soon
0: When I met you in the summer